they believe that that gland that you have in your brain that is dormant and sleeping for the majority of us was the key to humanity's awakening. Unfortunately, this world, your world, our reality is riddled with toxins and things that literally dumb you down. Welcome to the Dr. Espen podcast, where we explore the latest in quantum science, personal development, consciousness, and spirituality, health, as well as business and money mastery. Join me as I interview experts from all over the world, sharing the most incredible stories of transformation. This is where we provide you with the exact tools and coaching activities you need to expand your consciousness in each of the eight areas of your life. For more info on our events, programs, coaching, etc., go to drspen.com for the full quantum experience. Greetings and welcome to the Dr. Espen podcast. I think many of you would have heard of the, of the pineal gland before. It's a tiny little pea-sized gland that sits at the top of the brainstem, the same size as a little grain of rice or a little pea. And it is responsible for primarily secreting melatonin. Melatonin is a hormone, uh, a chemical compound that basically uh, changes what's called our circadian rhythm, which is our sleep-wake cycle. So it produces melatonin, and then we go into different states of awareness, different states from sleeping to awake and so on and so forth. Now, the most important thing to understand about the pineal gland is that it is what's called a, a transducer. A transducer uh, or a transceiver. It's, it's almost like if you imagine your TV, there's electrical signals coming in through the antenna. Okay, The electrical signals are coming in and the transducer or the transceiver would take those electric signals and turn it into imagery. Okay, so when you're looking at the screen, some electric signal coming through, and it turns it into an actual image. That's the same thing that, that the pineal gland does. So basically, as we know now through science, 99.9, if you want to be accurate, 99.9, that's eight nines percent of us is made up of non-physical consciousness, pure awareness. That is wave, not particle. So then we know that we're pure intelligence, we're pure spirit, we're, we're pure consciousness. And less than 0.1% of us is physical. Within this little tiny percentage of 0.1, we are experiencing the reality with a very limited set of senses. Six senses if you include thought. So if you have six senses, which is the way we're experiencing this reality, in less than 0.1% of who and what we are, then you can actually begin to finally appreciate how little we see and how little we know at this point. So, why is this so important when it comes to the pineal? Well, you probably know the ancient Egyptians, they were talking about the pineal gland and they believed from over 5,000 years ago that what they referred to as the eye of Horus, the all-seeing eye, was the eye of human awakening. They believed that that tiny gland that you have in your brain was the secret to humanity's awakening. Now, just to point this out, if you go back 4,500 or so years ago, you will see the pyramids were built, some before, some after. And still to this day, we cannot replicate the pyramids. We cannot build the pyramids today. We don't have the technology to build them today. Now, think about what this means. Either one, we were a highly advanced civilization in the past, or two, we had help from somewhere, someone else. Who knows? Maybe both. 
But what we do know is that we were way more advanced before than we are now. And you see this through cultures throughout the world. They found one of the largest pyramids. I think it's actually the largest pyramid in the world. It's the Pyramid of the Sun in Bosnia. Now, they don't want to announce this thing because then they have to rewrite history. They're saying that, you know, the Christopher Columbus discovered America. No, he didn't. The Vikings were there long before him. And, and so on and so forth. So much of history has been written by those who want us to believe certain things. So why am, I, why am I pointing this out? Because the entire process of how we see reality is an illusion. Let's be really clear. You're experiencing reality with a tiny bandwidth of information. And that is how we base our reality on. So why is this important to the pioneer? Well, again, they believe that that gland that you have in your brain that is dormant and sleeping for the majority of us was the key to humanity's awakening. Unfortunately, this world, your world, our reality is riddled with toxins and things that literally dumb you down, that numb you down, that create toxins and horrible things in your energetic system that, sh that literally turn off, that close off the eye. We've seen in, in research lately, uh, particularly in the last five years, that the pineal gland is a transducer. When enough energy, when enough life force meets the pineal gland, and we've seen this on what's called functional MRI scans, the gland in the brain that, that's inside your brain literally begins to oscillate. It literally starts to vibrate. And around the pineal, let's say the palm of my hand is the pineal gland, around the pineal, there are these tiny little antennas, they're stacked. They're like literally like the fingers like this. They're called stacked. They're stacked next to each other. They're called stacked rhombohedrons. If you want to look it up, rhombo, R-H, rhombohedrons. And out on the outside of these antennas that you have out around your pineal in your brain, there are thousands and thousands of tiny little crystals. These are referred to as calcite. Some of you would have heard of the crystal calcite. So you have this gland in your brain that civilizations around the world, from the Egyptians to the uh, Indians in the yogic teachings to many Nordics and ancient traditions around the world. I, I was sitting at uh, having medicine deep in the jungle in Peru, and they're, they're tapping me on my forehead, and they're tapping me on the top of my head, and they're saying, see, see, see. They're doing exactly the same thing. But they have no idea that other cultures around the world are doing it, perhaps. Listen, this is ancient wisdom. This is the sacred secret. It's hidden right in between your two views. And so when you understand the power of your pineal, it comes down to, and here's the key, seeing things the way they really are. So how do we purify the brain and how do we activate the pineal? Step number one, guess what? You already have access to the quantum cleanse. You must purify your body. Artificial sweeteners and uh, horrible things that are in most of the foods that you don't even know are there. By the way, if it comes in a packet, probably not good for you. Okay? You want to eat lean, green, clean, and organic. You want to drink water that does not have fluoride in it. 80 plus percent of the water in America and Australia is fluoridated. What's fluoride? It's a chemical compound. Moreover, it's a sedative. So yes, there is some evidence that fluoride is good for our teeth. I've spoken to many dentists, including many of the dentists that I hired at my clinics, and some of them would say, yeah, there is evidence that fluoride is useful for the enamel in the teeth. 
But why would you drink a sedative? Why would you sedate your children by drinking tap water? So I'm just pointing this out. And again, go and do your own research. But let's just say that the absolute majority, I think it's like 95 plus percent of all the countries in Europe have banned the fluoridation of water because of its proven toxic effects on the nervous system as a sedative. So how do you awaken intuition in the wisdom? How do you awaken the all-seeing eye? How do you really start to see things the way they actually are? It starts by purifying your lifestyle. And again, you might want to do this three days, three, four, five times. Like we heard the share. It's just such a powerful thing. I've done it once, done it twice, and the third time suddenly was easy, and now things are flowing. Why? Because we're getting rid of the issues in the tissue. We're clearing the energy system. We're equilibrating back up to a higher level. So there are uh, ancient practices that have been scientifically proven to activate the pineal gland. I'll give you a couple. Yoga, breath work, meditation, Tai Chi, Qigong. Another one is, of course, plant medicine or psychedelic medicine. Another one also is sun gazing, looking at the sun when it first pops up on the horizon. So I won't go into too much detail, but let's just say you have a gland in your brain. It is like a portal to different states of dimensions. Also, in, in recent research, not only does the pineal gland oscillate and vibrate, and these uh, these crystals in your brain literally turn on like a transducer or a transceiver, but research has also now proven that when enough energy, and here's the key, when enough energy meets the brain, meets the pineal, that's why we're doing the breath. That's why we're doing the breath, hold, squeeze, root, lock, lock it down, pull it up, move it up, all of these things. You're learning the sacred secret. You're learning it tools and techniques that are thousands and thousands of years old that have been hidden or forgotten, and they're coming back now. So then now we're coming back to recognizing this incredible thing that we have in our brain, the combination of the pineal gland and the pituitary, the masculine and the feminine, the ida, the pingala, very, very, very powerful stuff. And so now when enough energy meets the pineal gland and it starts to literally vibrate, it can secrete DMT. It actually makes dimethyltryptamine, NNDMT, if you want to look it up. Now, NNDMT is a very powerful compound. It's known as the spirit molecule or the God particle. This is absolutely mind-boggling. So you can actually create this with your brain when you do breath work. And not only can you create it with your brain, but you can actually have a supernatural, out-of-body, profoundly healing, beyond space and time experience by doing breath work alone. You see, when you breathe, you can increase your energy frequency and vibration to a point so high that you're vibrating above the fourth dimension. So by the way, the third dimension, yes, height, width, and depth is what we know as the human experience. And when you're in the human body, three is a lower number than four, so three as in the body, three is in the third dimension, three is in the mind and the human experience, because it's lower than four, three is subject to four, three is subject to time. That's why the body is not going to live forever. So when you're in the third dimension, you are subject to time, but your spirit, your soul is at least of the fifth dimension or source dimension, dimensions within dimensions, higher than the fourth dimension. So the soul doesn't die in a hundred years. So in the third dimension, it's a temporary experience. Fourth dimension is time, from the time from here to here, linear experience is what we call time. So when you literally breathe, you're moving energy, frequency, and vibration through your energy system. You're accumulating life force energy. You're moving kundalini energy up. You're spiraling from the third dimension path to fourth, 
past the fourth into, woo, get high on my own supply, feel good, into the fifth dimension. And then you're able to interact with beings, loved ones that have passed over. Why? Because you are not only limited within your six senses, you are way beyond that, but you'd need these tools, techniques to do that. So I've been deliberately, consciously cleansing, breathing, meditating, doing this quantum advance dozens and dozens and dozens of times. For the last 20 years, I've been purifying my body now. And it's because the more pure the vessel is, the more I can literally activate and turn on my pineal and do what I came to do. Okay, so this is very powerful. There is a direct correlation between this energy center and the area of life called career, vocation, and mission. This is very important to understand because for most people in the modern day, there is a separation. There is a separation between what we do for a living and what we love. We actually haven't seen the truth. We haven't seen what we came to this earth to do. So we think we've got to kind of slave away and do some things that we're not um, passionate about. Like Einstein said, if you judge a fish by its capacity to climb a tree, it'll spend its entire life thinking that it's stupid. You're not designed to climb a tree. If you're a fish, you're designed to swim. Now, this is very important. So then the biggest illusion of separation is when there's a difference between what you love and what you do for a living. Let me just point this out. If there's a difference, if there's a separation between what you love and what you do for a living, that's what we call suffering. I mean, you tell me, if you do a whole bunch of things for a long period of time that you don't like, how's that going to make you feel? Of course. So there's got a lower energy frequency and vibration, and it keeps you stuck in the lower dimensions. So the secret to this is really simple. Firstly, we have to understand what blocks the third eye, and then we have to create coherence between what we do for a living and what we love. Because when we do what we love and love what we do, we are literally living inspired, enlightened life. So this brings us to the next point. The thing that blocks the all-seeing eye, the eye of Horus, is of course the illusion of separation. The illusion of separation is what make someone pass a beggar on the street and not even send them a loving smile. The illusion of separation is when we have more for ourselves in the detriment of others. The illusion of separation is the reason why we have wars, why we have greed, why we have all of these things. And it's really important to understand that the number one law of the 12 universal laws is the law of oneness, the law of unity. Now, again, after 100 years of scientific research, ever since Max Planck founded the quantum theory, the researchers, scientists, and physicians around the world, the name that they chose to give consciousness, to give this quantum field, was the unified field. Why did they choose the word unity to define it? Well, it's because that's exactly what it is. This is exactly what I'm trying to share with you. When you're looking at the physical three dimensions or the physical body, you'd look separate, but it's not separate. That's the illusion. That's the matrix. The truth is that we are all connected. And as Buddha said, the accumulation of volitional action is your true inheritance. Let me say that one more time. The accumulation of volitional action is your true inheritance. The accumulation, the building up of the decisions that you make, the actions that you take, is your inheritance. Your inheritance is not the money or the property or what your parents give to you or what you live your children. That's great. That's Anissa. That's impermanent. That's irrelevant. 
that's useful in the three-dimensional realm, but that's temporary. That's like a blip in the universe. That's not even relevant. What is relevant is the accumulation of volitional action, karma, how you're building up karma, good karma, bad karma. The, the Buddha called kamma, based on the decisions that we make. So every single day, when you know you're connected to everything and everyone, when you're driving down the road and someone cuts you off in traffic, that is you trying to teach yourself love, compassion, and patience. If you go, fuck you, and yell and get angry and pissed off, what you're doing is harming yourself because that is you. If you, at the moment, do not donate any money or, or do anything at all for people that need it more than you, then my question is, what on earth are you doing? Could you not afford $10 a, a week? Could you not give the beggar on the street a simple smile? Could you not ask him, ask her if they want water? Could you not do something? Could you not take a day out to, like I said, when we went to the orphanage and, and, and do something like you can because you're worth it and that's you. So if we all can come home to this unity consciousness that will bring us all home, we can finally bring together humanity and, and, and rescue humanity too before we go extinct. So this is very, very powerful. So again, as you know, when this thing is blocked, it literally affects your eyes, face, and nervous system. So that's more of the biophysiological accumulation of, of a blocked energy center, as you can see on the, on the, on the body map. And again, for those of you becoming certified quantum coaches, you'll have all this at your disposal. You'll be able to work with your, with your clients on this. But I think more importantly for us right now is to get clear on where is the separation? Once again, thank you so much for listening. And if you want to learn more about how to walk the quantum path into life mastery, business mastery, uh, if you want to learn more about our live events or coaching or anything that we offer, go to www.drespen.com. That's D-R-E-S-P-E-N.com or email info at drespen.com. And let's find out how we can help you take your life, your business and your mission to a whole nother level. We'll see you next time.